What does it take to become a professional truck driver? On this episode of Driven Too Far, we're covering the steps it takes to get your new career in gear. Hello, I'm Andrew Winkler, and this is Driven Too Far, the truth about trucking, a podcast that helps over-the-road truck drivers balance career and family. Welcome back to Driven Too Far. On today's episode, we're talking about what it takes to become a professional truck driver. So first and foremost, you need to understand that the government says you need to be at least 21 years of age to obtain a commercial driver's license to travel from state to state. Now, there is an exception to that rule. Uh, If you're not quite 21 yet, you can obtain a CDL at the age of 18 years old, but you'll be confined to operating with your own home state. One of the other things you need to consider, most companies will require you to have what they consider a clean driving record. Now, what is a clean driving record? It's a little bit subjective, obviously, but uh, really means that you can't have any major traffic violations on your driving record. Major would include an accident, uh, high speed type tickets, Uh, reckless driving, DUIs, anything like that. Now, that's not to say you couldn't get a job with your CDL uh, with something like that on your record, but most carriers are going to shy away from that simply because you're a new entrant into the industry and you're already at a high risk. And by high risk, I mean you don't have any experience to operate these commercial motor vehicles up and down the interstates and the highways. So they want to make sure they're hiring responsible people that have always taken good care of their driving record. So if you've met that hurdle, the next thing is to think about where do I get my training to become a commercial driver? A great place to start is usually your community colleges right there in your hometown. Another consideration might be there are actually some of the larger truck lines now that are providing CDL training for free. Now the kicker to that obviously is if they give you the training, they're gonna expect you to go to work for them when you complete that training. I would just start with a simple Google search on CDL training, and it should give you a list of ideas of where you can start. Go ahead and reach out to your community college and just have a conversation with the admissions people. Uh, You need to ask how long their program is, what the program costs, how often the programs start. Most of them run from six to eight weeks long, and they'll start several of them during the year. The tuition fees at the community colleges are usually from $1,000, maybe up to $5,000. Most of these types of courses are a certificate type course, so they're not always eligible for uh, financing or uh, student loans, if you will. So you need to ask the admissions officer about that. What is the price of the class? How do a lot of students come up with the money? Do you take a credit card? Is it something where you just need to save up the cash? Uh, Another option might be uh, if you talk to a trucking company in your local area, they may be willing to sponsor your schooling and, and absorb the cost for you. Many of the larger truck lines across the United States have started their own in-house schools. And if you agree to go to work for those truck lines after you graduate and get your CDL, uh, they will waive the, the fees. They provide it for free of, free of charge, but obviously you have to go to work for them for probably a year or two to pay off or pay back that schooling, so to speak. So be aware of that. There's some free options out there, but there's usually a catch to it as well. Class length can be anywhere from four to eight weeks in these community colleges. Uh, most of them do go like a Monday through Friday schedule, eight to five. So it's almost like a 40 hour per week 
type of instruction. That's important that you know that because one of the things that happens is, you know, people say, I want to go to the school and get this training, but I also need to maintain some sort of income for myself, for my family. So how do I do that? And you need to know that up front. Now, some of the larger community colleges out there have started some kind of nights and weekend type schedules too, uh, where you might be able to continue working your eight to five job Monday through Friday, and then maybe take a few hours every night after work uh, to get your to get your class in. Uh, some of them have even created weekend type classes where you go on a Saturday and Sunday for six or eight hours for each of those. It takes longer to get through the course if you do it that way, but Keep in mind, you know, you got you to gotta have income and you got to still be able to put food on the table and uh, pay those bills and stuff. So that might be a good option for you. Otherwise, you'll just need to figure out how to save up knowing that you're going to be in school for about a two-month time frame before you go out and get a job and, and you replenish that income as a professional driver. The instruction for CDL is usually broke up into two segments. One is a more of a classroom and a theory type where you talk a lot about regulations and the laws that regulate our industry. Uh, a lot of times they'll, you'll spend a few days out of the week doing that, going through textbooks and learning some of those things. And then they try to blend that with your time out on the driving range. So it's a, a classroom and then there's part where there's hands-on. They're actually teaching you how to inspect the trucks and look for issues and then how to operate the trucks, of course, as well. Most of the community colleges have what they call a driving range. Well, you'll be in a confined space operating the vehicle like on a large parking lot, something like that. So it's slow speed maneuvers. They're teaching you how to turn the truck, how to back the truck, how to park the truck back into a dock and things like that. And then once you get some of that down, they'll probably expand that and they'll start to take you out on road trips, out on city streets or highways. So you can get that kind of experience as well with operating the vehicle at road, road speeds. Once you've gone through the class itself, uh, say you're into week maybe seven and you've had that much training, they're going to test you out at the end of that. And the idea is most of these schools and instructors are, are licensed or certified third-party testers where they can actually take the, the place of your state examiner and give you the, the written test and the driving part of the test. So the nice thing about that is, is the instructors that you've worked with for the last six or seven weeks are also the instructors that are probably gonna give you the test at the end. So it just helps make you feel a little bit more comfortable in the process and feel like you've got somebody you've already built a relationship with. Maybe, maybe bring down the nerves just a little bit. There'll be a written part, and then there'll also be a road test, so to speak, where the examiner is riding shotgun in the passenger seat with you, and they'll make you go out on the roads and highways and operate the vehicle so they can see that you can handle the truck appropriately. So you get past that, you walk out with your CDL, your uh, proud new owner of a commercial driver's license, ready to start your new career. So how do you go out and actually get a job? Well, hopefully, as you've been going through the school in that six to seven week time frame, uh, there probably will have been some recruiters from trucking companies coming in to give you presentations and trying to sell you on why you should go to work for their company. Uh, you may even get a chance to go on some field trips and maybe go tour some truck lines if you, if you live in a city where there's some truck lines nearby. And those, those are probably the best case scenario because you, you get to see that truck line and that employer in action get to understand a little bit about their culture, how they treat people. Is it really somewhere I want to work? 
what does their equipment look like? You know, do they take care of their equipment or they run an older equipment and maybe it looks like it's not maintained very well? Those would be great things to find out before you start applying for jobs for sure. So when you start to think about what kind of driving job you want, I want you to understand a couple things. There's, there's probably three different classifications for most drivers. The first is OTR or what we call over the road. These are the trucking jobs that have long hauls to them where the truck may be going out 500 miles or more from the home terminal. These drivers are typically gone at least a week at a time, maybe up to two or three weeks at a time, depending on that carrier and what kind of freight they haul. But that's also the, the, the type of job that's gonna make the most money for you. So if you got into this thing because of the money, because you can make a good living, you'll want to consider an OTR job. And alongside of that, you get to see part of our beautiful country uh, traveling up and down the highways and stuff. And that may be a big reason why you got into it. You like the solitude, you like the idea of driving, you get out and get to see things and you make great money while you're doing it. So that's the OTR route. Uh, another one is what we call regional routes. These are typically lanes where maybe the truck goes out 200 to 500 miles from the home terminal. These drivers are usually home once a week. They may be home throughout the week, a night or two, but you can plan on being gone from the house at least a few nights a week doing that. Uh, it's kind of in the middle when it comes to the money. So what you're doing is you're trading off the home time for less money. So the more home time you need or want, probably the less money you're gonna make. And then the last thing is the local jobs. These are the jobs where the driver's usually home every night, you get to sleep in your own bed. These would be things like uh, driving a ready mix truck, a uh, sanitation truck, maybe a food distribution truck where you're, you're working for a, a distributor that stops to all the restaurants in your hometown and make 20 deliveries a day. So that's kind of the trade-off there is if you need to be home and you've got a family that you need to take care of and you can't be gone for long periods of time, maybe local's the right route for you. Just understand you probably won't make as much money as if you can be gone from the, from the house and away from home. And that's really where the money comes from is those guys and gals that can, can go OTR. So narrow that down, figure out what kind of mode or uh, what kind of job you're looking for. Is it the, the long haul thing or needing to be home every night? Uh, you're gonna submit some applications and I would recommend you do it to more than one carrier. Find several carriers in your area you think uh, would be a good fit for you. Uh, there's no guarantee they're gonna hire you. Not every truck line is equipped to take on new students or uh, fresh graduates out of trucking school. So find somebody that does that. When they do that, they're most likely gonna put you through an orientation, which can range anywhere from one day to five days, uh, depending on how much detail they're gonna give you in that orientation class. Typically then they will pair you up with a certified trainer within their organization, and you'll be riding, you will be sharing a cab or the same truck with a professional driver. This is a great process because it gets to teach you the things that you never learned in class. So some of the things to think about is, boy, how do I interact with people at the shipper or the receiver? What do I do with the paperwork? How do I know what door to go into or back into to deliver my goods? Uh, how do I interact in the truck stop? What kind of fuel do I put in the truck? What is DEF and what does that do? How much of that do I need? Uh, maybe you'll experience a breakdown at some point and you need to know how to interact with a mechanic or a technician 
but that's why they pair you up with a veteran driver to help you show those real-world type scenarios. Uh, the training itself can vary from carrier to carrier, depending on how they do it. But I would guess you could expect to ex spend at least four weeks with that trainer, maybe as long as eight weeks before they will let you go solo and have your own truck. Uh, but like I said, that's that'll be up to each individual carry and whatever their safety program looks like. Don't always go for the short training periods. Uh, usually the, the longer training periods are more thorough. And I think once you do go solo, you'll feel much better about um, how to operate the vehicle, feel much more confident about your ability to do that on your own. Once you complete the four to six to eight weeks with the trainer, they will most likely, the safety director will most likely go on another road test with you and just evaluate your skills, make sure you can handle the truck okay in both city situations and out on the highways and the interstates at road speed. Uh, and assuming everything goes well and you, you did great with your training, you're probably gonna get assigned your first first solo truck. So there you have it. That's kind of the, the path in a nutshell. Again, probably 21 years of age to start, uh, reasonably clean driving record. From there, you're gonna go check out the CDL schools and the community colleges in your area. If you don't have anything like that in the area, maybe you check out some truck lines that offer free CDL training and can go that route. You'll go through that process. At the end of that process, you will come out with a commercial driver's license. You will get hired on to a carrier. You'll go through their internal training program. They'll match you up with a veteran driver to teach you everything you need to know out on the road. And hopefully, if everything went well after that, you'll be flying solo real soon. Thanks again for joining us on this episode of Driven Too Far. If you're looking for a trucking career, check us out at chiefcarriers.com.